0: All right, so the quote is You know this kid? He says his name is Beyonce. This
1: was something that was said in the show.
0: This was something that was said in the show. It made me laugh.
1: You say it again.
0: <laughs> you know this kid? He says his name is Beyonce. I'm
1: going to go out on a limb because I haven't watched season four, and I'm just going to say it's Richie.
0: No. Richie's culture. Why would Richie (laughs) No? He knows what Beyonce is.
1: I I thought it would be like a joke.
0: (laughs) It was it was not a joke. It was a very serious question.
1: Alright, you gotta you gotta you gotta break this one down for me.
0: It's literally the episode we were just talking about.
1: It was said in this episode.
0: So in season four, episode one, future shock. Spoiler alert, we're talking about static shock today. Static goes into the future and then does a little crossover episode with the Batman Beyond universe um, and meets future Batman, which is younger Batman at the time, or like the, the predecessor. Pre- predecessor, or the to Batman. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> static made a joke earlier in their fight. He's like, if you're Batman, I'm Beyonce. You know this kid? He says his name's Beyonce. He's Static and obviously this is like 40 years in the future Batman doesn't know who the hell Beyonce is so
1: (laughs) wait a second 40 years in the future there was no Beyonce (sighs) I mean (sighs) Beyonce is a global mega superstar we will will be talking about her for centuries to come okay
0: okay at the time I'm gonna have to look up when this episode came out and see where Beyonce was at her height and level
1: no any any time anytime
0: whether Anytime. she's
1: like Destiny's Child or, you know, just getting into her b day bag. All right. Everyone enough. knows who Beyoncé is. Well,
0: you can take <laughs> it up with the DC writers. So.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: Welcome up, back everybody? to the 2Nation Podcast.
1: Yes, you you're here. <laughs> We're here. You're listening to two grown-ass niggas who love cartoon and anime. This is our podcast where we talk about all things that. And... You know, we had started a couple weeks ago. You might have noticed there's a little bit of a gap with our uploads. We were doing have this- lives, you know. Vegas have lives, and we were doing our Black History Month series. And you know what? I just want y'all to know, Black History Month is not a time or a place, but a state of mind. So if you have guests from, quote, in our banter, we're talking about static shock other black cartoon a classic cartoon um and i a just want to hear classic, I
0: think, it's I, think a classic. To I think we need to get into that what do we determine a classic is
1: a classic is i want to just preface that by it doesn't mean that it's good it just means Ooh. that it's you know, it's in oh. our
0: consciousness oh i think if you're a classic then you have to be good in general
1: not necessarily. I think if you're a classic, you just have to be rememberable, right? Right?
0: No. <laughs> just because you're remembered doesn't mean you're a classic.
1: It's, it, it it it's a, There's more that goes into that than just being rememberable. Like, this is this is linked to our childhood. It's one of those cartoons when you talk about what did you grow up watching as a kid? Static Shock. Like, it's a classic. It's one of those shows that was in rotation when we were growing up true or
0: false just because it's a look it's a show that was in a rotation that we i watched a lot of shows growing up doesn't mean that they're classics i think going into this episode we thought we were going to be reviewing a classic but you know honestly it was a struggle to watch static shock
1: it was fucking hard as hell to re-watch this show. And you know what? I was a little excited to watch the show because I was like, yeah, static shock, like one of the first black cartoons that I was, you know, introduced to. It's mm-hmm. super urban, you know, it's hip and RB, all of that, likable character.
0: It's first you black know. superhero I think I was introduced to, I think.
1: Yeah. I mean Green Lantern, yes or no?
0: Uh at this it depends if this came out before Justice League or not. I think, this I, this, out I think after.
1: this I think it came out after cuz with yeah. the crossover episode the, there right. was a, a Justice League episode. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so it sounds like and I think we're we mm-hmm. might be in agreement with this. The show doesn't hold up like we thought it
0: would. Well, let's get into the pros first, the pros, okay. you know, obviously. Okay. Black is beautiful, black is great. It had a lot of mm-hmm. socially conscious content like scattered throughout the show, um, mm-hmm. which is great. I mean, I felt like a lot of shows back then, like we went over the Proud Family too. It's just like it was not only for entertainment purposes, but it was also to like teach and engage the youth about certain topics of today. So, oh, that's yeah, also oh, yeah, really there's great. actually,
1: I actually have some points that I want to get into regarding that. We can, you know, talk about that a little bit later on. Um, but rewatching it, uh, I just wanted to get your like initial initial reactions. What you were thinking as a as a grown up <laughs> watching the show?
0: I mean, like I said, the pros were just like it was cool, just because like growing up you didn't see a ton of like black superheroes. There's Green Lantern and then there's Static, and that's about it off the top of our heads. So, and, and then it was like I mean I know it was for me it was like a fan favorite. I know it came on Saturday on like was it four kids at the time.
1: WB Kids,
0: yeah. WB Kids, mm-hmm. and I—I I mean, I enjoyed the show. Um, one thing about the show is like I had a ton of cameos like throughout all its seasons, which is something that was really cool too. Um, but you instead mean, of you just cameos like cameos,
1: like characters-wise, or like I mean,
0: characters, celebrities, voice acting—I mean, we'll get into it—but it was really cool. Mm-hmm. But I, I, as just like a show, just like no like bias or anything. It struggles a lot. Um, I mean, yeah. every pilot's a little slow. Every show takes a little bit notice to get how,
1: into. Notice how almost every... I think except for season one was like a crossover with the with the Justice League, like the other DC heroes. Mm-hmm. You notice that?
0: Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's like a big Yo Static's back. Well, this is what they're doing. So... I'm gonna I mean, start it
1: big, y'all. Here's Batman. Yeah. Here's Superman. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I, I get that. But, like, it's just... It it just comes, I don't know. If you're a big fan of Static, you might think we're wrong. This is purely just like a part of the show. Like for me, you know, um,
1: yeah, I think like Static as a superhero and as someone who doesn't read comic books, oh, oh my gosh, like I'm sure he's a great superhero, but Static Shock, the show,
0: mm, it's bare bones. The like the villains, the villains. I have like a a few lists of complaints, right? So, like the villains.
1: They're kind of lame. Off.
0: I can tell They're you off-rip what's
1: wrong with the villains. I can tell you off-rip.
0: What, what's wrong with the villains?
1: We don't know their motivations. They're bad just because. They want to yeah. be evil just because. They have beef with static just because. Niggas what? was just
0: angry. Like, I don't... Niggas
1: was just angry. Like E-bomb, um, the fire guy, what was his name? Like f Hot streak. Hot streak what is going what that nigga was angry
0: from the start of the show no
1: <laughs> reason he oh my gosh i literally that episode i think it was the pilot
0: it's mm-hmm. just
1: like sexually harassing frida mm-hmm. for no reason he's bullying he's so violent i'm like what where is this stemming from what the fuck is wrong with this character
0: <laughs> i have just, no idea
1: i think that's i think that's what the general issue is with the show is um we kind of have like one-dimensional characters not just the villains but even like virgil i mean he has a little bit of depth with him mm-hmm. know, when it comes to his family you know growing up with a single father all of that but that's as deep as they get with him richie i have to say i liked richie more than virgil i did
0: yeah i mean richie's like comic relief like i mean statics always say it one-liners but richie really comes yes. with like yes. actual comedy he's like he's you just know? like the quality sidekick the backup guy you no know,
1: you know what superhero static reminds me of in in the marvel universe who's that spider-man i feel like they have a lot in common they're both like young kids they live in an urban city Know, they fight in, they're fighting crime in their like you know mm-hmm. in their neighborhood they don't really like you know, branch out for the most part you know until spider-man joins the avengers and all that shit but like they're uh-huh. pretty like local heroes and it, and yeah same thing with like the one-liners they're always saying something smart or witty or da 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 like i felt like there was a lot of parallels between static as a like a young hero and spider-man i don't know if i mean know i was
0: Spider-Man. honestly thinking that because like you know they're making We're- a static rock movie so Uh uh and i was like i think if you did the same angle as like the current spider-man like with tom holland like i think it would work out the same way in terms Uh of that style of like superhero movie but Uh yeah it's definitely very similar to spider-man honestly i for whatever reason i forgot that this was dc at first so i'm sitting here yeah i was sitting here watching this i was just like this is very similar to like mutants and like x-men i'm like this is kind of weird that they're bang babies. Yes, they're and I was like bang babies. Yes. Yeah. I was yes, like, yes. this feels very they, they sound like mutants, but there's mutants they in this do. universe. And then I was like, wait a minute, it's not even Marvel, it's DC. So
1: this, so this is this DC's version of the mutants.
0: So I was because one of my favorite um superhero cartoons growing up is X-Men Evolution. And mm-hmm. I think this was going on at the same time. So I kind of feel like maybe DC made this show as like kind of a rival to it. 'Cause it's very mm-hmm. similar and just like you know, kids going to high school, having superpowers, dealing with differences in society, you know, hating on them for their powers and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I saw similarities in that front. Um
1: Yeah. So the or I I so I, one thing I do like is that with this series, we don't just jump in feet first, he's static shock, he's beating up bad guys. Like the first episode really does take the time to set him up much as it can as a character this mm-hmm. is what led to how he got his powers um and one thing that really stood out to me when i was watching the show was just how urban it feels like they say that sure. they're in dakota that's the name <laughs> of the setting i don't know if they mean like dakota the state if the city is dakota they're I just the
0: city's dakota Ain't no way they're in like south Dakota
1: or <laughs> because this is pretty like surroundings, really tall buildings. I'm like, I don't know if this is like a Chicago, if this is a New York City, like what is it mm-hmm. supposed to be based off of? Um, and they have this bang baby incident. Now, as a kid, I thought like, oh, this is tight as hell. Like, we got gangs, we got, you know, black folk, and then they get like it's like, what if you gave niggas superpowers? That's what I think the draw was to me as a kid, was just seeing these like gang members coughing on this, you know. What was it called? this gas I don't uh, I don't I remember. Even
0: remember what the gas was called It's just gas.
1: <laughs> I don't even remember what the gas was called, but the conflict in that first episode is Virgil's getting beat up by Hot Streak, right?? Like, right. Hot streak is just dead set on beating Virgil's ass. We don't know why, honestly, who no, and I guess like there's a gang in the school that's protecting Virgil's like we got your back bro, but you're gonna like, have to like join black us. people
0: to be more specific. It, it yes, came like, out, like yeah, black we'll protect people.
1: you, we will protect you, but you gotta join our gang. Type where it's like,
0: no thanks, and they're like, nah, you gotta join the gang,
1: exactly, exactly. And they, I don't know, there was like supposed to be a big fight between all the gang members, and they gave Virgil <laughs> a gun. And... <laughs> I don't know why I had such a visceral reaction when I saw the man Virgil. Just seeing guns drawn in in American cartoons at the time. Mm. And I don't... You know, our country has a... You know, we we have a thing about guns, you know? Yeah. So just seeing that in a cartoon, granted through the lens of 2022, but I'm like, okay, this... I don't think this would have flown now, like drawing guns in cartoons. anything
0: post like 2010 probably not
1: I don't think so I don't think so Uh, so that was just interesting to see Uh, and then he gets his powers and he comes up with you know the plan to be a superhero Mm -hmm. I'm not understanding in this world maybe this is true of human nature if you had the ability to get superpowers, would you become a superhero or would you become a (sighs) supervillain
0: um like, in, like, personally, in this world?
1: Yeah, I just felt like a lot of people were leaning towards the villain side, and there weren't a lot of people on the well, hero side. Like,
0: Well, think about it. Think about it. But what happened was, it was all the gangs in the city that were just going to fight, just to fight, right. I guess. So, like... <laughs> not to like judge them all, but inherently all of them are bad people. They do bad things. Are
1: they bad people or were they people that were put in situations dealing with poverty,
0: mental
1: health issues, drug use, and they were placed in situations where they had to do bad things.
0: You sound like Virgil's dad right now.
1: (laughs) One of my favorite characters, actually. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, but like, yeah, they're all gangbangers, so Naturally, they're just going to do more gang banging with superpowers, which leads the supervillain
1: like mm-hmm. types. What like, did I think? Go ahead, go ahead.
0: I was like, because like I don't think there were any other heroes besides Static that came out of that, right?
1: Uh, Gear.
0: But he wasn't. He wasn't in the the toxic the bang baby incident. And
1: that's my point. Is that the effects of the gas was more widespread than we initially thought? Because as su- subsequent episodes came out, we start learning about more characters that were bang babies, even though they weren't in the vicinity of when it happened. Like uh, no Rubber Band Man. I don't think Rubber Band Man was 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 he there at the fight? No, it was I don't just know. like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. But I have a list. I took some some notes while while we were watching, and I do have a couple things that I did want to talk about that I thought that were interesting. Um, number one, I don't know if you thought this when you watched the pilot, but Virgil got beat up in the episode. Like I think like he got cornered or whatever, and they whooped his ass, and he had a bruise on his cheek. He looked like Playboy Cardi with the bruise on his cheek did
0: you think that no i I did not cross my (laughs) mind
1: Who might have to go back and see that but i was like oh wow he kind of looks like that (laughs) another thing coming off of the proud family that was the last show that we talked about um there's a voice actor and one of our beloved characters that plays virgil do you know which character he portrayed in the proud family
0: was it like a prominent role
1: yeah, he was a he was a um a frequent character.
0: I don't even.
1: I know you heard it.
0: I'm sure I did. I'm trying to think. I'm like blanking right now.
1: Who would he play? I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. His father was ashamed of him. <laughs> the proud family.
0: His, his father was ashamed of him.
1: The proud family. Yep.
0: Was it um was it wizard Kelly's son?
1: no, no,
0: who are you talking about
1: I'm talking about michael
0: Michael. oh yeah, that is michael yeah
1: yeah yep Bill lamar he he voices static
0: okay. Okay. <laughs> i I hear it now,
1: yes, yes, so as a as a superhero like show or whatever you know his power is electricity Mm -hmm. you know he has his sequences or he gets a little charged up you know have you noticed that he has like that I don't even know what it's called I called it his magical girl transformation (laughs) because that's what it that's what it felt like to me but like he like goes like ah like he's powering up and then he does a spin and then there's a little glint in his eye and then he's about to like you know fuck shit up
0: yeah Uh, yeah I I remember I don't know if that was like (laughs) I I really think he just went somewhere and changed clothes. That was just no,
1: no, 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 no. It's not, it it happens when he changes clothes, but also when he's like about to go all out. And I felt Mm -hmm. like that was kind of, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? I felt like that was like inspired from like anime themes and like superhero, they go through their transformation or whatever. Cause it's just like this animated sequence that they just rerun. You know what I mean? It's like Mm -hmm. his little magic his magical girl transformation you know it was given it was given kill i kill if i have to say
0: (laughs) i guess (laughs) i i guess different situation but yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) just another observation from me okay so the first episode the first episode that really had me hooked i don't even know if hooked but really invested do you remember the episode where Virgil finally goes over to Richie's house to have dinner?
0: Mm-hmm. That's probably like the most famous episode, honestly.
1: Yeah. I think that that I can see why that might be the most famous episode. What? Like, what were your thoughts on that episode? Because I was watching it with my roommate, and we were like,
0: uh. Uh, I mean, it was kind of like a, a good episode. I don't know if it, um, I don't know if that's what would have happened in real life, you know, in terms of just, like, the the resolve to the situation. (laughs) But, I mean, you know, it's just teaching you, like, hey, like, Richie's such a great person. And Richie's, like, amazing. This is his best friend. This is homie. Like, this is like a son to, to Virgil's dad, too. Like, he loves Richie, right? But, like, unfortunately, his dad's, like, a literal piece of shit. I think they had there was a little bit of hits of abuse, possibly towards his mom too. I kind of mm-hmm. felt that. It's like even mm-hmm. she was just like kind of like scared or ashamed of him. She was like, "Oh, I didn't know he was coming home today." You know that type mm-hmm. of situation. So,
1: yeah. Do you want to give a synopsis?
0: I mean, pretty much the episode starts with like Richie just hanging with um Virgil at his house and. Um, you know, he's real I think he like he's fighting with his sister, like being friendly towards his dad. And then um his sister makes a comment just like you always at our house or some shit like that. And, you know, Virgil gives us some thoughts. Like, we are all you are always at our house, man. I ain't never met your family. And Richie started, you know, he gets a little it up. He's like, I, I don't know.
1: And that that's when I first knew which episode this was, when during that scene I was like, Oh, this is that episode. But right. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: And uh, then Richie's just like, ah, okay, Friday, you can come over Friday, and yada, yada. And uh, he's still nervous about it. And so they cut. They're hanging out. He's already at the house. So I was like, oh, okay, just, this is not how I remember this happening. And then uh, he hears like, the front door open. And then his mom's just like, oh, he's home. He's like, he's like, I thought he was on a night shift. So in comes his dad, already looks like a pissed off old white guy already. <laughs> Virgil, happy to the, meet his best friend's dad, was like, Hey, Mr. What's this?
1: Thing? Yes.
0: <laughs> and just like gave him a side eye or something. Like, I, I forget what he said, but it was like a slight diss towards him. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you know, this guy was definitely a bigot. They, they, they called yeah. him a bigot in the show. They didn't they call him racist. They
1: called him a racist. bigot in the show. They didn't call, they him call, they call him racist. racist?
0: I don't think they call- well. Did they
1: not use the word racist? I think Richie
0: called him a racist. I think.
1: Yes, Richie called him a racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you got what you wanted, Dad. My best friend's gone because of you and your stupid racism. I hate you. But yeah, you know, there was yeah, there were key key moments when they were talking about. I think they were talking about like rap music at the dinner table, and the dad mm-hmm. is like, "I hate that jungle music." I mean, he didn't say
0: that. But... <laughs> not say that
1: but that was basically he the was vibe. Like, he was <laughs> like
0: this music makes you write on the wall and disobey your parents
1: <laughs> <laughs> richie i brought over the latest mc rapwell cd it is slamming yeah we'll uh, crank it after dinner
0: there will be no rap played in this house
1: sean please
0: maggie that music teaches kids to disrespect
1: their parents some rap is positive mr foley it's all garbage Yes, and he was like, "Uh, they're kind." And right. Virgil, Virgil Spidey senses is telling like they're kind. What you talking about? But one thing that pissed me off was the mama. The mama was not saying she was co-signing that shit. And I was like, "You're just as bad, ma'am."
0: Yeah, you need to I mean, check him. That's a pretty realistic depiction, though. Honestly, I mean,
1: it is realistic. It is. Have you ever have have you ever gone through anything like that?
0: Uh, no. I thought I would, but no. No, nothing I don't like
1: th- that i don't think i have i mean i have had friends where like growing up I, I don't think i've ever been to their house but they've been to my house i think a lot i think that might have stemmed from like my parents like we don't know them like that you ain't going over there <laughs>
0: like <laughs> i mean we 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 grew up like through most of our childhood and like i think most of our friends were black honestly mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. And, yeah like, even even, like, the, the white friends that we had, we mostly all grew up together anyway, like, in, in mm-hmm. the school system. So I, it would be a rare occurrence for something like that to happen.
1: Yeah, I yeah. I Just want to, like, give a shout out to Mr. Hawkins because if I was him, I would have whooped Richie's dad's ass. Like, I would have beat him the fuck up. Fuck right. are you talking about? you call me a nigger like that's the way he
0: did not say that he did not say
1: that (laughs) but that's that's what time we need to be on in this day and age now when we were talking about our previous black shows our beloved black shows our boondocks our proud family Mm -hmm. I remember us kind of going a little back and forth like um, does this need a reboot does this deserve a reboot or is it fine the way it is static shock needs a reboot I don't know if we're getting one. Do you know that?
0: We're getting a movie.
1: Getting a movie. I like a live action
0: movie produced by Michael B. Jordan.
1: Yes. I think the show, the animated show itself, deserves like a reboot or remake of some sort because everything is there. Like you have the characters, you have the backstory, you have like the moment that sparks them having superpowers. If we could just and this is no shade to like the original writers and the creators, but if we could get like a new class of writers to just give these characters like a little bit more depth like i think the hardest part about rewatching is every episode kind of feels the same it's like static is going about his daily high school life and there's some bang baby acting up and he has to fix whatever the conflict is at the time it's like a monster of monster of the week that's the formula which kind of makes the show feel You know monotonous like slow Like we know what to expect like Mm -hmm. Just few episodes like that Um they had Their own homeless episode that I did want to talk About a little bit um You know the episode where they go back in time When Virgil meets his mom Before she passes away but those episodes Are so few and far between Regular episodes that we get That it's just like like I said I didn't even Make it to season four I don't know What what the gems are in season four and I Probably never will know
0: I think the show really struggled with pacing, like, yeah, even even in the later season, I think it struggled with pacing. Where it had a great story to tell for that episode, but they couldn't figure out a timely way to get it all. Like the episode mm-hmm. starts slow and then it gradually gets faster and faster. Mm-hmm. Before you know mm-hmm. it, it's the end of the episode and they just resolve the issue real quick. And then that
1: yeah, breaks. that's like everything, like. It's always Virgil fights the villain the first time, and he kind of gets his ass whipped a little bit, and then the second time they fight, that's when it's resolved. End of episode. It's like, what was different from the second fight? Like, the
0: the future shock episode where he meets himself in the future. Like, we don't see future static shock until the very end of the episode. And they exchange, like, maybe two sentences with each other, and that's Mm -hmm. it. He just, like, Virgil, like, I have so many questions I don't know what to say. He's just like, just be yourself, and then mm-hmm. because he's touching him, he sends him back into the past. I'm just like, there's so much build up. Everybody's like secretly, because Virgil, the whole episode is just like somebody got caught by this secret uh, cult organization. They like, s- like serve like cobras. Like the cobra was the, like the organization. They turn mm-hmm. people into like lizards and shit. That's what. That's what it is. It's weird, but but they did um, that they-
1: from Spider-Man too. And they uh, have a villain well, that wanted to turn niggas into lizards
0: uh to the snakes they're called the cobra and it's a, oh, okay. it's a cult it's i'm a sorry
1: cult. i didn't mean to throw i don't know who head.
0: stole who okay but yes the, yes the the man guy was already in jail in the gotham prison system escapes you know in a typical gotham way they were going to exchange him because they had to static shock who was the, one of the world's greatest heroes at the time um, but the cobra guy escapes and then like he goes back to his lair there he has static future static held prisoner and then the whole episode is for them to figure out how to save him but like it's mm-hmm. all this build up to see future static we see him and he's fucking dope and then that's it yeah. like we don't even get to see the nigga Wyclef fight.
1: John. Wyclef That was Wyclef John. John? I don't know. No that's remember That's when what I was he was looks like. <laughs>
0: yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah for the fugies. Got you got you got you. <laughs> We were talking like before this episode. And she's trying to figure out who he looked like. I was like, I don't, I don't know. He just looks like a. nigga It's dress. probably not
1: who he looks like, but that's the first person I thought of when I saw him.
0: I mean, I don't think Yclef would be offended by that, but, but, <laughs> but yeah, it just it just goes to the point. Where it was like we have so much build up towards this story, and then it ends, and that's it. And like that's your Saturday morning cartoon. Go on yeah. to next week. Like, I can
1: see, I can see how this show could be like entertaining to kids. Like it has a, a fair amount of action. Um, you know, it, the plot isn't super overcomplicated. You know, anyone can tune in and watch it.
0: Yeah. I definitely I, feel like it was like targeted towards kids, like maybe 10 and under 12 and mm-hmm, under maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Cause like, I, I mean, I didn't watch all the episodes cause like I just, I could not do that to myself. Cause like you said, it's really repetitive. But I don't. There wasn't a lot of episodes that continued into another episode. Like there wasn't like an overarching story throughout the entire series, really. And yeah, I think that's kind of weird because like the other show, like Justice League Unlimited, had plenty of overarching stories and stuff yeah. like that. So
1: I did. So that was a good lead into one, an uh, one overarching story that I did want to talk about, and I think that's Alva, <clears throat> which is the is uh, the evil billionaire of the series he owns that company i think it's called alva alva incorporate some shit the evil Mm -hmm. company that manufactured the gas right he he is like the 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 boogeyman in the shadows type of figure and there are a couple of episodes that kind of you know have an overarching plot uh talking about that and one episode that i think Stood out to me because it was a Continuation of that storyline But also just kind of It was just like kind of silly At the same time So Alpha has a son I don't know if, you, if, it, if any of this is uh, Familiar to you but he has a son I can't remember his name But his son just wants his father's Approval like dad is All wrapped up in his work running his company Doing his shady business deals Yada yada mm-hmm. yada And the dad never recognizes him and kind of rebels against his dad, steals a portion of the gas, and then starts fucking up his dad's businesses so that his dad will pay attention to him. Uh, he goes by the the alias Omnefarious because yeah. uh, he can control the gas. He can give himself whatever powers he wants. But I understand that when you're watching any type of fiction, you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit to buy into the world, the rules or whatever. But this nigga Omnifarious does not wear a mask and everyone's trying to figure out who is this guy and Elvis like have you apprehended the bad guy who is this wrecking my my labs and da 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 da, da. it's your fucking son dude he doesn't have a mask on there is no secret identity like that shit was <laughs> that shit was fucking blowing me and even with Virgil himself nobody knows this nigga is Virgil that Is there ever episode
0: like shock? where like his dad was like, "I know you were static shock"? Because like
1: it has to be in season four. Because I even in the back of my mind when I was rewatching it, I was like, "I'm sure later on in the series he tells his family and their family, his family's cool with it." I don't know so if that's I, in season four.
0: But, you know, like in season four, like Frida and like the other girl, they know that he's static Daisy. too. Uh huh. Daisy. Team, I'm
1: Team Daisy, by the way.
0: Team Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> team Daisy. <laughs> Uh they know that he's static too and like it's not like he uses a voice changer like he just has goggles on and that's it
1: he just <laughs> has goggles on his voice doesn't change he has the same like tone and the way he speaks he has his hairstyle his locks or whatever and i remember like there was one episode where i think it was share and his sister was like trying to piece it together and she was like no virgil and static even have the same hair and the character was like a lot of brothers have that hairstyle. Where? Because you didn't draw them. We haven't right. seen them. What other <laughs> characters with locks? Who?
0: <laughs> Everybody had cornrows or a fade. That's it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That that was the other part that was kind of bugging me a little bit. Because it's like, and even Richie. Richie, when he gets his power, when his powers awaken or whatever, and he has his little superhero phase going on, his mask, he just has a shield over his face. It's still see-through. Like you even wear the same colors, dude, as like your regular clothes. I, I,
0: don't, just, I don't know. I, I don't just know.
1: couldn't. That was ruining it for me too. Cause I was like, how do people not know?
0: Like, did you watch the Superman episode?
1: Yes. With the uh, toy maker?
0: Yeah, the toy man.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. I
0: like and like they like, oh, it's Clark Kent. I don't know why the fuck he's here. And, like, <laughs> Virgil, Richie, I want you to meet Mr. Clark Kent. He's a reporter for the Daily Planet.
1: Hey, I know you. My pops read your articles all the time. Yesterday, Superman shows up and now you. Is this like Metropolis Week in Dakota? I had the same <laughs> reaction. And
0: then Static like Static and uh, Richie or Virgil and Richie tell him exactly word by word what happened. <laughs> and they're like, how did you know that happened? They're like,
1: oh, I don't know. Like, what?
0: <laughs> Come on, my God. Like, I mean,
1: <laughs> and, R- and Richie has crutches. Hello! Yeah, Don't you remember precious. the hero? Come on now, let's put two and two together. That's the other thing that always blew me about Superman is because he doesn't wear a mask either, and like Clark Kent, I think his character normally wears glasses. Mm. That's the only thing like you can't tell what a person looks like with or without their glasses.
0: That's just like classic DC superhero trots, I just, You know, <laughs> oh,
1: I just like oh, I couldn't like. Mm. Like if they
0: if they make the movie and like his identity has to be a secret. I really hope they do something to make it believable that it's not. Mm-hmm. Cuz like if his if his dreads are out, which I, I it's just iconic to the character. I get it. It's just like he needs to have something to show that like it's not so easy that. Cuz like usually in the superhero movies, like the real life ones, like either people know or like their identity is hidden enough for you not to know. Like even in like The Man of Steel. I think it was kind of known that he he was Clark Kent. Not Clark Kent per se, but I don't know. I don't think they ever really addressed it. So but I think it's like such a big part of Virgil's like story, you know.
1: Yeah. It's a huge like plot point in his story, is like keeping his identity a secret. And when people do find out his identity, the first thing that they're that they say is like, oh, like, can you help me? Or, you know, if you don't do this, I'm gonna expose you. It's something that he's very adamant about protecting, but it's just like, I don't know, for a viewer, okay, August, this is a kid's show. I don't look at this from a kid's perspective, my brain would just, even if I was a kid, my brain would still would have been like, how do people not know that this is Virgil? How do people not know? Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. But, as I alluded to earlier, um, Well, this show, even even with all its faults and how slow it can be at times, it does have its more serious episodes. Um, So like the Proud family, they have a homeless episode. Uh, Did you get a chance to watch this episode?
0: I did not get to the homeless one.
1: Okay. And similar to the Proud family, this homeless episode takes place during the holidays. So um hmm. virgil i think virgil and his family they're celebrating christmas frida uh they're celebrating hanukkah and daisy is having a kwanzaa celebration and i couldn't help but think about our last conversation here they go trying to insert kwanzaa into stuff even though we don't- <laughs> <laughs> but i digress there's this um this uh what's her name? Why was I about to say? Baby Boomer. There's this boom baby.
0: <laughs> Bang baby. Bang. Bang baby.
1: There's this metahuman, um, and her power is she can like, manipulate ice and snow and stuff. But mm. she's also a homeless character, and um, you know, she's lashing out because she misses her family. She's been in like the foster care system and all of that. Um, and she just like missed, she had a horrible backstory. Like her dad was, was actually abusive and her mom was sick. I think her mom might've died. And so that's how she ended up in foster care. Cause her dad didn't want to take care of her. I was like, Oh mm-hmm. wait, this is kind of like some mature content. But uh, you know, she's lashing out at malls and stuff. She's not hurting anybody, but you know, and Virgil, you know, he goes to apprehend her and he finds out like who her real identity is and come to find out, I don't remember what her name was, but it's like, oh, like she's, you know, in the system. She's a homeless girl. While they're talking about that, they're inserting like real stats and figures about homelessness in America, kind of talking about this is how many homeless people are in the country. This is how many of them are children. This is the factors that contribute to homelessness, uh, mental health, um, you know, people losing their jobs, da-da-da-da-da-da. And when I was watching that episode, I was struck by, like, how in-depth they were willing to go with it. Like, you know, with the Proud family, they had kind of said, like, the reason that that family was homeless was because they personally decided to live that lifestyle. It wasn't that anything had happened to them. They were just done with, like, their worldly possessions and things like that.
0: This is wild. Absolutely wild.
1: I thought it was interesting how they really tried to slip in like real world. This is what affects people. This is what happens. And here's a, like this character, this character is going through that and humanizes her. because she had said in the show, she's like, when you're homeless, like people tend to just look right through you. They don't even see you as a person.
0: When you're homeless, people look right through you. It's like you're not even there.
1: Yeah, I've been guilty of that like, oh, this is some heavy, like, this is some real stuff. Shout out to Static Shock for really, like, taking tackling an issue like that and going like a step further and educating their audience, which at the the time was kids. So, that's my little spiel on that.
0: I mean, I mean, like I said, a, a lot of these shows back then were very, very much to educate kids just as much to entertain them, so. Um, I mean, it's yeah. kind of refreshing. I don't know if that's the same thing today. I'm definitely not going to go and see if that's the same thing today because I'd, I'd rather waste use my time better than that. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, it was it was just really enlightening to see. You know, maybe our childhood wasn't that bad. You know,
1: it, it, yeah, maybe maybe it wasn't. Um, another episode in that same vein. They had a school shooter episode. Did you watch this one?
0: No, but I definitely should have <laughs> watched it. <this. laughs>
1: Okay. Okay. So they had, and th- this, this, they they tackled the the narration of this episode a little different. So this episode starts with Virgil talking to a counselor, and he's recounting what had happened, kind of like You're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation. So mm-hmm. he talks about this kid. I don't remember the name of the kid in the episode, but he's like kind of a computer geek. He's a little bit of a recluse he's just mm-hmm. working on his computer playing games or doing whatever and he is relentlessly being bullied by these kids in the school. And uh Virgil and Richie they notice that this kid is being picked on really bad and they're like, "You know what? Let's let's be his friend. Um, you know, he can come over to our house, we'll go over to his house, you know, kind of just, you know, being a helping hand to this kid." And while they're hanging out with the kid, he's like, guys want to see something real cool my dad keeps a gun in the house (laughs) and virgil flips out he's like i don't want to see that my mom was killed by a gun like i have to get out of here But despite all of that happening and this is under the backdrop of halloween halloween is coming up and at the community center they're going to do like this halloween party or whatever and so frida and daisy are in charge of you know, decorating the place and they enlist Virgil and Richie and the kid and other kids at the school too, to help decorate the place. And while the kid, he's like, because he's into computers and stuff, he gets really techie with the decorations. He's like uh, holograms and all kinds of stuff. And he's having a good time. And he Mm kind of has a little crush on Frida too. So he's like hanging out with Frida. He's having a good time. Here come the bullies. The bullies, like, they harass him. They take him, they shove him in a locker. They lock him in a locker. And the kid is just freaking out. He's like, let me out of here. Somebody let me out. Like, they get him out of the locker and the kid's crying. Everybody's looking at him. And they were like, ooh, that was ugly. Like, that was not good. And, you know, Virgil's telling the counselor, he's like, at the time, I should have said something because what was about to happen was going to be way worse. And so... (laughs) The day of like the Halloween party or whatever, the kid pulls up to the function with a gun and he's getting ready to shoot the bullies. And Richie's trying to talk him out of it. He's like, don't do it, kid. Like you got your whole life ahead of you. And um, the kid's about to put the gun down. And then one of the bullies goes and tries to tackle him. And out of self-defense, he fires the gun and he shoots Richie.
0: <laughs> shot Richie? We
1: shot Richie. (laughs) Oh
0: man, kill my nigga, man.
1: Okay, but they shot they shot Richie in the leg. But the way Richie goes down, you would have thought he got shot in the stomach or like in the chest or something. (laughs) The way they animated it, it was kind of corny. I'm not gonna lie. And Richie's just like, oh, like I mean, this is what it feels like to get shot. And then that's when Static Shock pulls up to the scene. (laughs) It's just like it was like, and Virgil's like. I just felt so powerless because I couldn't do anything. And and I think in that episode, they talked about like it had real stats of like this is how many guns kill children per year. And yeah, you know sounds <laughs> like they had their,
0: their very special episode.
1: They had their very special episodes and that was one of them. And I just like couldn't help but think of Like, the time that we are now, like, I know school shootings were a thing back then. And I don't even know if it's fair to call this a school shooting episode because it happened at the rec center. It didn't happen at the school. But I just know, like, school shootings are still a problem now. So just seeing how... um,
0: Are you trying to say that the, the world needs another very special episode from Static Shock?
1: I don't know if it needs another very special episode, but that episode is still relevant it's still relevant and you know Mm -hmm. say what you want about other incidents that have happened but it really show like this kid was bullied they even said in the episode I think Virgil's dad said like this kid suffers from depression you know type of thing like I'm afraid he's gonna hurt somebody
0: he'd never do that he doesn't mean it your son's depressed Mr. Osgood I work with kids and I can tell you you can't dismiss this he needs help
1: Pops, Jimmy told me he knew where he could get a
0: gun. My gun's locked up. I have the key. Oh, my God. It's gone. The gun's gone. What were you thinking? Having a handgun in the house where a kid could get to it?
1: You shouldn't have a gun in the house around kids. Just all, Mm -hmm. like, kind of what led up to the situation. Kind of appreciated that they took the time to humanize the kid and not just show him, like, Someone that just woke up one day and decided to shoot up their school, even though I feel like that has happened in real life. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with these kids these days, but I don't know. That was just an interesting episode. Might not have been good, but it was interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it was just a sign of the times, you know, Columbine and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After after so many episodes that you watched significantly more episodes than me, what what would you say was your favorite episode? Um
1: what is my favorite episode? I I I don't know. Maybe, maybe I will say one of I don't know if it's my favorite episode, but one episode that I did particularly enjoy is when uh Virgil and his family they go to Africa, to Ghana more specifically. Mm-hmm. Family trip. Uh, organized by their dad. And I think their mom had kind of planned it too before she passed away, but kind of letting the kids like go to Africa, Ghana, you know, get in touch with their roots, experience where they possibly came from. And while he's in Ghana, he links up with like a superhero in Africa. I don't remember his name. (laughs) It's a hard, like these characters are not rememberable. That's that's what's so sad is I don't remember anybody's name. He links up with like one of the African superheroes and they're like, I don't even know who they were fighting. I don't even know what the villain was trying to accomplish. After that, after all of that is over, Virgil's like, it's like, I just love being here. It's like here. I'm not just a black kid. I'm just a regular kid. And like, I wish, I wish I had someone like you, he's talking to the African superhero. I wish we had someone like you in America, like, you know, superhero that black people could look up to. And the African hero, he was like, they do, they have you, and I was like, oh, that was kind of cute. So I thought, like, that was an okay episode. Uh, you know, the episodes that I were that I was excited about were the uh, Justice League crossover ones.
0: Mm-hmm. Those kind
1: of were boring. I don't know if you thought they were boring too, but I,
0: I mean, cool. my favorite episode was the one where he went into the future, and it was in the Batman Beyond universe. But that's mm-hmm. just because I love Batman Beyond that much. So. Like, I was kind of like, it was not even a show anymore at that point. We were at Batman Beyond. So, but I did also enjoy the Little Romeo episode a lot.
1: Oh, I like that one too.
0: Also, he had the he, the Little Romeo intro. That was the best one by far. I think they had three yes. in total. But yeah, Romeo's uh, Romeo's intro yes. song was the best.
1: I mean, it was season three. I remember when I started watching season three, episode one, and they changed the look, they mm-hmm. changed the the theme music, and I literally went, hey, Lil' Romeo. Like, I was a little bit hyped when we got into season three, and I was like, oh, I hope the episodes get better too, now that they, you know, updated the theme. And, you know, I love Static Shock with the, with the black, you know, black superhero outfit.
0: He started Remember. wearing the, the the cape a lot less, showing off mm-hmm. his muscles.
1: Mhm. And I love when Richie gets his powers because I,
0: I uh, Richie doesn't get powers, by the way. Richie just becomes a tech guy.
1: She does get powers. He does.
0: What powers does Richie have?
1: His brain gets super smart. How do you think that's he's a, able?
0: That's a thing. I just thought he just yes. was just like, oh, I have technology now.
1: No, he got super <laughs> smart. That's not I a power. That's... That, is a, that is a power.
0: Oh my god! What? That's
1: how he was able to like build more high tech stuff each episode.
0: Oh, his brain can't... got
1: smart. Like I forget
0: which episode it was, but somebody called him Gizmo, and I cracked up. <laughs> <laughs> just like that, I was like, he's just Gizmo, just like with a normal body.
1: Mm-hmm. His name is Gear. I know Gear which is a uh, terrible he, name yes they said it's it's in the show it's canon that some of the, he got some of the residual bang baby gas and it made his brain smart and that's how he's able to build all of that tech mm-hmm.
0: that's a terrible story
1: but anyway i love when he finally gets his prize because <laughs> i hate it when richie was on the sidelines you know and static like He's kind of annoying as a superhero, like he just has his one liners like he's showing off like I just I don't know, I feel like Richie kind of like grounds him you know mm, just facts, but in the little Romeo <laughs> the little Romeo episode, they had um that super villain that could like absorb people's powers the leech, yes, and he accidentally- what a what a
0: powerful villain to just be like marginalized to episode about little romeo because that's like a huge power to have in that in that city It's an
1: amazing power to have and that that's the other thing with these villains y'all have these powers like
0: that. to be about- clear his power was he was able to literally suck the powers of any metahuman or bang baby and use it themselves and make them powerless like that's insane like in terms of just like what's going on with the bang baby phenomenon
1: been a crazy op power if there wasn't the time limit on it because he uh, didn't have it forever but yeah uh-huh. that is crazy power and what do you want to do you want to rob banks that's that's what you want to do like these yeah, superheroes y'all got to see see the bigger picture like ebon i don't understand what was his chip on his shoulder with static why was he just so horny to beat up static i don't understand
0: i think because he wanted him to join and static was like no and then that's just it
1: <laughs> okay then let that shit go. <laughs> he's acting like a a butthurt ex or something i just i just don't know and rubber band man he's another character that i just felt like they could have done more with him i don't i don't know i don't know i just i felt like there were a lot of missed opportunities with this show they have all the ingredients to make a food analogy, they had all the ingredients, but they just let the food cook too long and it's stale. Like, I just don't know how else to describe it.
0: Yeah, it kind of makes you want to dive into, like, the actual comics to see if, like, it's a little bit more deeper.
1: I had the opposite effect because now, I don't know if I want any static content. (laughs) I will watch the movie that comes out, but I think I'm good on static.
0: (laughs) I mean, I don't know, like, like I watched the Batman, I love the Batman. We can talk about this soon. but I'm <laughs> like, I'm excited to see where DC is heading now. But I'm mm-hmm. not sh- so sure about like what they're going to do with Static Shock. Like, no, no, yeah. this is the Michael B. Jordan or anything. But yeah, you know, I don't know just what sad. he's going to bring to.
1: Which is sad because he is one of the few, you know, black DC superheroes that we've been exposed to. I feel like. I don't know if that's fair to say. You remember when they made the Green Lantern white? Didn't Ryan Reynolds play the Green Lantern?
0: They didn't make the Green Lantern white. There's several different Green Lanterns. Okay.
1: And why can't we get a movie? Why could not we get a movie about the Black Green Lantern from the Justice League?
0: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> They're both in the Justice. There's different Green Lanterns. So, like, there's Hal. I'm pretty sure. I'm about to like cross check. I don't know. Nobody interacts with us, but just in case somebody <laughs> does. Just in case, there's Hal Jordan. That's the white Green Lantern, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I think the black one is John Smith, John Stewart, not John Stewart. But yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously the Green Lantern movie flopped, and no one ever talks about it anyway. Like it's it's a god. They went, movies. they
1: went with the white one and not the black one. And if they did the black one, I'm sure the community would have showed out just like we did for Black Panther. But you know,
0: nah, no, no, I think it would have been bad regardless. The you problem is so? like. Ryan Reynolds was not meant to play Green Lantern.
1: Ryan Reynolds is not meant to be famous. I don't know why Hollywood whoa, keeps shoving whoa, him in our face. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa! We're not gonna sit here and slander Ryan Reynolds because he's hilarious. I, but I that's just him. not a movie I want to see. I
1: liked in him in the Deadpool's, you know, and I Deadpool's even
0: enjoyed.
1: Great. I even enjoyed him in that one movie on Netflix. What is it? Like nine underground or some shit like that you know what i'm talking about the action movie i like that movie
0: i wouldn't have chosen that but (laughs) i saw free guy free guy was a lot better than i expected really good
1: Mm, mm, mm. um what was i gonna say i was gonna say something else
0: brought a weird Uh, tangent about ryan reynolds i know
1: but just to just to give a backdrop to my experience watching static shock like i was wrapped up in like the superhero everything so i told you i was binging the boys at the same mm-hmm. time that i was trying to watch static shock and i went and saw the batman so i'm just like oh yeah superhero superhero everywhere but static shock was just like i had to force myself to turn it on to watch it just sad just i don't know
0: And doesn't hold up you know, I don't I don't I don't recommend you guys to go and watch this entire series because I yeah. didn't go and watch this entire series.
1: Exactly. That's so hard about the show. It's because there's so little shows that I feel like are created by people like us for us. But this was this was this was not it.
0: Yeah, yeah. If I had to give a rating, I'd probably give it a 2.5 out of five.
1: Well, 2.5 isn't bad. I thought you were gonna say out of 10
0: no, I, I wouldn't do that i wouldn't do that <laughs> there's a few episodes that are good to see but besides that it was like you know let's just leave it in my childhood
1: yeah yeah so if you if you had the ability to remake static shock what what what, what were some what are some changes that you would make
0: mm, changes that i would make um so I'm going to do this in the context of the movie that's going to come out, all right? So I don't want Virgil. I want Virgil to be super smart. I don't want him to say one-liners all the fucking time. That shit's corny. So don't do that. Mm-hmm. Do not do that. I don't want it to be... Because, you know, DC is kind of this weird era where, like, you know, the Batman's very serious. Joker's very serious. But when you come to, like, the DCEU... They kind of they're still trying to do like their imitation of Marvel a little bit, which is mm-hmm. fine. Like Shazam was really good, in my opinion. Aquaman wasn't bad at all either. But and people love
1: Wonder Woman. They did.
0: The first Wonder Woman is really good. Wonder Woman 84 is ass. And I didn't even I didn't even bother watching it. So <laughs> that's a story for a different day. I think I want Virgil to just be like, he's just going to be cool. I don't I don't know who they would cast. I know people want to, like, you know, let's get. I know every time they want somebody cool and who has dreads to do anything and type of movie or TV show, they say Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith doesn't have to do everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, people wanted Jaden Smith to be static shock. I'm like, y'all don't even know if this nigga can act anymore. So (laughs) Mm -mm. let's calm down. I don't know anybody off the top of my head. I think, actually, the the kid from um, Stranger Things.
1: Oh yes, yes. I know who you're talking about. It's
0: like Caleb something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He could be he could be a good static. He's a really good actor. So someone like him. So um, you're saying
1: if you if you wanted a live action.
0: I mean they're making a live action static shock movie.
1: Right, but I'm saying if you wanted if you wanted the show redone, what would you change? Don't
0: no, don't say too many one liners. Um mm-hmm. I I don't I don't want to say it was corny how like Urbanized. The show is. I'm, I'm using quotation marks right now, but I it is it's an
1: urban show. It's very. I, urban.
0: I, I don't think it was done in a corny way per se, but if it was mm-hmm. revamped, I could see how easily it could be corny, just depending yeah. on who makes it. You know, uh, whenever you're dealing with shows with like a lot of like you know hip hop influence, rap influence, just black culture in general, you need to make sure that the writers are actually from their culture, and if they're not, yeah. then it can come off genuine or just like kind of fake in a way so yeah. you know make make sure the, the writers who are at hand are majority black uh, obviously yeah. i want the best ones in there regardless but if they're telling the story of a young black teenager in america then they need to they need to make sure that that's the case and then i think the most important thing is just like add depth to all the villains every single one i need to know why he hates virgil there might have been Amen. an episode that maybe they had like history in the past, but as far as I know, that, that nigga saw... hated it from day one.
1: <laughs> yep. It was on site for no reason.
0: For no reason at all. So like, yeah, I just I all totally the characters. I totally agree. Like, I understand, like, Dr. Alva has like the big, big for Ar- yeah. Artric story, but like he's not the main villain. And Like, what is it? Oh, what's what's the guy with the shadow? Ebon. Oh, Ebon, Ebon. yeah. He just like. I need I need more from him. Like he has this group that follows him all the time, but all they do is just like rob people at the mall. Like <laughs> in the show, he's just just a guy. He, who got,
1: he, who he just kind of comes off as like stuff. a yeah. He just comes off as like a scorned like gang leader. Like it's just mm-hmm. I just we don't know what he's working towards. You know right. what I mean? Like okay, if they if they got their wish and they were to take out Static. What comes next? You know what I mean? It's like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we don't know what their motivations are. And I feel like that's like a core thing when you're writing characters. And it sucks to see it because DC, I feel like, is a franchise known for its iconic villains. And so here, here you have an opportunity to create you know, so a diverse set of villains with their own, their own motivations, what's driving them. And it just... No, it's like you could have replaced Ebon with you know, the girl with the feathers. You could have put her in charge. You could have put the other guy in charge. It's like they're just these rotating cast of characters that aren't, you know, working towards anything. And it's just like, really, it really sucks.
0: It hurts yeah. the show. It it hurts the show a lot. And that's why I think they lean so heavily on just cameos and crossover episodes. There's a lot. I mean, there's Shaq. So-
1: so I I, oh, I forgot Boys. about Shaq! And yeah. Backstreet Boys! Okay, can, did you write down a list? Can you run through them?
0: I mean, there's Shaq, there's a Backstreet Boys, um, uh, hold up, let me see. So yeah, there's a ton of cameos in the show. Um, I mean, one just from, like, the universe of, like, DC animation. So, you know, you had Batman and Robin, at had the Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy episode, Green Lantern, Jon Stewart Green Lantern. Um, Superman and the Justice League 2, but you also had the Romeo episode, which we talked about. Shaq mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. had his own episode, which I, I like specifically remembered like the advertisement for that growing up. And like oh, there was
1: an advertisement for that.
0: I mean, like they would advertise like uh on like uh, next week, this big episode's coming up with Shaq, you know, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys, and then they, like, they had the mm-hmm. whole episode where a bunch of basketball players were superheroes, so it was like Steve Nash, Yao Ming, Carl Malone, and Tracy McGrady. So, I like,
1: missed that episode, okay? Wow, yeah, that I sounds cool. I think it's season in the fourth four? season, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: To be. So, I mean, Static Shock was a huge show at the time so, to get all these people to just be on the show, you know. So, yeah. it was very, very popular. It just Ooh. sucks that. It isn't as good as we thought it was. It
1: wasn't. It didn't age well. But you know what? That's okay. You know, I feel like this is the first show on our podcast where we weren't like, you know, raving about it. Like, well, uh-huh. I mean, Boondocks had its its drawbacks, and Proud Family wasn't a perfect show either. But um, I think where 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 those shows kind of stand out from this one is like the the rewatchability of Static Shock. It's just.
0: Yeah, I could tell you to just go and watch those shows like all the time. But this one, mm, maybe one or two. One or two just to like reignite your childhood if you grew, grew up watching this. And
1: mm-hmm. Did you That's... watch a lot of WB Kids? Hell
0: yeah. I didn't do nothing on Saturday. If you we were to play basketball growing up, then I was just chilling at home. hmm
1: Yeah.
0: So either this or Yu-Gi-Oh! was on WB Kids. What else was on WB Kids? Annabaneiac. Challenge
1: showdown.
0: Challenge showdown was on WB Kids.
1: <laughs> it was a was great, like it was WB a great kids. block.
0: Yeah, it was a mm-hmm. great block of TV shows on Saturday morning.
1: Yeah, I I loved, and when Static Shock was on, I do remember as a kid being excited to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also remember that I could tell which seasons I was. I, I preferred the season three and four over one and two. Mm-hmm. So when the intro came on and I saw that he had on his white costume, I remember being disappointed. Like, damn, I wish this was season three or four that they were playing right now. But you know, yeah, because like
0: the theme song, like Romeo's theme song from three and four, is what I remember mm-hmm. the most. So.
1: Superheroes, daddy shot. Superheroes, daddy shot. Superheroes, daddy shot. Static Static shock. shot. <Amazing>
0: exactly so you know know, it's okay not all shows have to be perfect and they
1: don't they don't
0: they could maybe redo the show you know dc has a a lot of animated shows coming out for for hbo so they
1: do they do i think this i think this deserves it i think this deserves the reboot the remake uh treatment i really do
0: Hey, I mean, I'm a big fan. Like, I've kind of recently started to, like, watch more animated superhero shows just because. The Harley Quinn show. The Harley Quinn show. Oh, is it good? It's fantastic. Like, highly recommend that to anybody.
1: Uh, Have you started the boys diabolical?
0: I have not. But it looks crazy.
1: It looks good. And they said the events in that show are canon to the live action. So I'm Mm. curious to see how that that works but yeah i can't wait i know inevitably we're gonna tackle teen titans justice league like um and even talking on the marvel side like x-men the animated series definitely want to get into that one i even like the spider-man the animated series too definitely remember that and i had the video on the one wait there was one um it's several different ones it's the 2D animated one. That's the one that I'm thinking of. Because I know there's, there was like a...
0: There's several 2D animated ones. There's uh, So like, we got to be more specific.
1: I, I thought it was uh, just called Spider-Man the Animated Series.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: I think this it. one has Venom.
0: They all have villain Venom, I mean.
1: Oh, this is the one I'm talking about. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, this is the one. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, okay, okay. The spectacular Spider-Man is a great, great one.
1: This one. Yeah. I'm definitely talking about this one. <laughs> okay,
0: okay. That one has some corniness to it. She's showing me the 1990s the Spider-Man right now. And yeah, I remember that one. The okay, one okay. I like the most is the spectacular Spider-Man, which is like the newer version. Spectacular Spider-Man.
1: Which one was it for that? Spectacular Spider-Man oh i remember this one mm-hmm, i like the mm-hmm. character designs for this one i do okay 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 so now that we've kind of didn't drag static shock this wasn't a roast but <laughs> are there any we named a few but are there any animated superhero stories that you're excited to like dive back into <laughs> in the future episode
0: um let's see. I mean, we could always do an X-Men Evolution episode. I rewatched that within the last year, so I can I love that series. Mm-hmm. Um like we can do any of the Spider-Man's I'm trying to think. We could do Justice League for sure. That's like you remember... rewatch.
1: I don't know if this counts, but do you remember Captain Planet?
0: Like the Green, the Green Dude? Uh
1: huh.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do that one. <laughs> we could we could talk about like when Don Cheadle parodied him. That was a great little web series.
1: What was that?
0: You ever watched that?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: I think Funny or Die did it. It's hilarious. Like it's.
1: Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh!
0: It's like it's like Captain Planet turned evil.
1: Oh, man. Well, you know what? I feel like we've said all that we could possibly say about this show. But, I don't know. I think that's going to wrap it up on our end.
0: All right. We'll see y'all. when we see y'all.
1: Yes. So, thanks for checking us out again. We were a little bit on a hiatus. There's a lot happening in the world, if you haven't noticed. But, we will be back. You have been listening to Tune Nation. I'm August I'm Code. And we will talk to y'all later.
0: Peace and blessings.